Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. Happy Halloween. We have a whole bunch of Halloween stuff coming your way in just a bit. It's funny. I start my Sunday, or at least most Sundays, after I uh, change my son and uh, feed him and so forth. I start it by reading the Sunday newspapers. And the front page of Sunday's New York Post basically was a New York Post exclusive of a essentially naked guy, at least naked from the waist up, saying... Pervy New York City teacher is back in a classroom under a new name. And the reporter who wrote the story, Susan Edelman, is a great reporter, and I am a fan of hers. I read her all the time. And I read the blurb on the cover of this paper, and I said to myself, oh, my God goodness. This is terrible. This is probably some teacher that uh, found a way to get another teaching job using a fake name after being fired by the Department of Education for misconduct. Well, I read the story and that's sort of what happened. It's true that Gabriel Mighty, who at 28 years old is certified in special education, worked last year at the Lower Manhattan Arts Academy and there were several students that complained to other faculty of bizarre behavior. It's now true that he does go by a different name, Gabriel Torres, and he is now teaching classes at the professional Performing Arts School in Midtown. But you'd have to read just about the entire article to see that he was never charged. He was investigated multiple times, five times in all. He was investigated multiple times and no criminal or licensing charges were ever filed. So this is a guy who lost his job essentially because of rumors of his bizarre behavior and because he posted some lascivious photos on Snapchat. And we can have a conversation about whether that's the kind of thing that a teacher should be doing. I certainly think that it's not. But he was never charged with a crime. He was never officially disciplined by uh, the Department of Education. All of the investigations into his conduct were closed. None of them resulted in him being officially disciplined in some way. So uh, on the one hand, I can understand why he would want to change his name and try to start a new job in a new school. He's only 28 years old. Is he going to never work again? I I see both sides of this story. I understand why some of the parents at this new school are ticked off. But are we really at the point where we're saying that someone who was never even charged is a pariah? just because they were investigated? I think that's a pretty dangerous place to be. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morning. 
everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. You're listening to 77 WABC. There are two days of the week where I am not here at this time, Saturday morning and Sunday morning, when you are treated to the stylings of our very own Curtis Lewa. And, by the way, I am informed that Curtis set a new record for overnight radio listening on the weekend this past weekend. And what was his secret? Well, apparently he spent a great deal of time talking about me. Now, I always say that I'm not going to do what I'm about to do, but I have to. Here was a little bit of Curtis and one of his callers, Anna, talking about yours truly. Grube is fat, and Grubaski is chubby or fatty. And he asked me which host or hostess here at WABC uh, that definition in Polish would fit. Uh, I was not aware of that Polish word. I was thinking of yambo. So I would say that would, that, that, I, let's face it, that fits uh, Mama Luke Frank Morano, right? <laughs> Am I right or wrong? I, I, I don't know how. How thin or fat Frank is. Well, he's a little bit on the chubsy wubsy side. <laughs> you know, the well, look, word would fit. Yeah, I know, but look, look at his diet. He he drinks wine, he loves wine, and he loves fromage, cheese. And you know how cheese can pack it on. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you put out a plate full of cheese, and there were like 12 people there, like say Avery, our telephone talent coordinator, was there, and he, he, likes, he likes cheddar cheese, Frank would take the cheese, not only stuff it in his mouth, but put it in his pockets, too. Well, not only cheese, but he likes egg salad. That's not exactly, you know, diet food. Well, you know what he does? He brings in egg salad on, uh, actually, Monday morning. He's on 1 to 5. He leaves it in the refrigerator because he knows that a lot of those that work behind the scenes get hungry. And, I mean, there have been cases of tomain poisoning, salmonella. All from that that damn egg salad that he brings, and it's really nasty. Now, I certainly don't mind Curtis taking some shots at uh, my weight. Uh, The fact is, I am uh, a little overweight, and uh, I am going to try and slim down. I I tend to be one of those yo-yo dieters. I put on weight, I take off weight, and it's been uh, been a little bit more difficult to take off lately. I am going to be working on that. However, I am not going to allow Curtis and Anna to disparage my Aunt Camille's egg salad. There is no better egg salad on the planet than my Aunt Camille. If she were to sell this stuff, she'd be a multimillionaire. And she uses very fresh ingredients. Look, it's not exactly a health food, but she's not marketing it as a health food. It's also not the worst thing for you either. So say whatever you want about me, Curtis, but lay off my Aunt Camille. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. The other day, I mentioned the passing of Father Louis Giganti, a longtime Bronx priest, former New York City councilman, and the brother of one of the highest-ranking mobsters in America. And I thought I did a good job explaining who Father Giganti was, even though I've never met him, never spoke to him, never got to interview him, even though I tried several times, explaining the good that he did and explaining the accusations of, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say wrongdoing, but uh, shadiness that 
that surrounded him throughout his life. Well, I thought it might behoove us to look at Michael Goodwin's column Sunday in the New York Post because I think this was a very fitting elegy written by someone that actually knew Father Giganti for someone that clearly had a large impact on a lot of folks. So everything I'm about to read you is from Michael Goodwin's Sunday New York Post column. Frank Sinatra singing My Way is an anthem for a certain generation, but it would be hard to find a less likely place to hear it played than a funeral mass in an upstate Roman Catholic church. But because the funeral was celebrating the life of Father Louis Giganti, the song seemed tailor-made for the moment. For all his 90 years, the Bronx street priest defied conventions, determined to help his mostly poor, mostly Puerto Rican congregation improve their lot in this life. Father G got involved in politics, was elected to the city council, and became a power broker. As he told the Harvard Crimson in 1974 during a stint at the Kennedy Institute of Politics, quote, I am able to get quick results for the people of the South Bronx on housing and other matters. If doing that is criminal, I must plead guilty. But I don't think the people in the South Bronx believe that what I do is wrong. What started as getting landlords to provide hot water soon grew into something far larger. Giganti became a housing developer. His not-for-profit company, the Southeast Bronx Community Organization, has built thousands of affordable apartments and transformed whole neighborhoods. I met him in 1981 while writing a story on his early work for the New York Times and was privileged to call him a friend ever since. One of five boys born to immigrant parents in Manhattan, he got a scholarship to Georgetown University and was captain of the basketball team, even as some of his brothers were becoming notorious. Quote, a man for all people, his mass card says, and the stories people told at his funeral were both heartwarming and hilarious. That proved it. Father G did indeed do it his way. May he rest in peace. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. One more hour to go. Don't even think of touching that dial. Still a lot of great and fun, exciting content coming your way for the next hour here on 77 WABC. There were a whole bunch of articles uh, this weekend all over the place about some of the folks that are running in the New York City Marathon. And a lot of folks are running because they're associated with some charity or another. And I think that's great. I think they all deserve some attention. I was pleased to read about so many of them. But I thought I might take this opportunity to uh, give a little bit of a shout-out to my brother Alexander and my sister Claudia. Both of them are running the marathon next weekend. I'm hoping to be there to cheer them on in order to support a charity to benefit EB. I'm not sure if you're familiar with EB. If you're not, consider yourself lucky. My family has a very good friend, a young man by the name of uh, John Hudson Dilgen, and he's inspired our family to get very involved in raising money for EB. And essentially, it's a chronic problem with skin. They call it uh, children with butterfly skin. And the people that have EB essentially look like burn victims forever. And there's a lot of great work being done, and I'm very proud of my brother and sister for trying to raise some money for this. If you want to make a donation to their efforts, you can go to my Facebook page. I've got the link up there, facebook.com slash Fan. That's facebook.com slash Fan. The other thing I want to make sure is on your radar screen for this week 
is you can join 77 WABC and Ramsey Mazda as we honor law enforcement officers across the nation on Thursday, November 3rd with special guests and commentary. 77 WABC and Ramsey Mazda, Back the Blue, this Thursday, November 3rd. I was uh, part of the Back the Blue discussions last year. I moderated a panel, which was really interesting and, quite frankly, a lot of fun. I don't know what role I'm going to play this week, but uh, I can assure you that I am a big supporter of, of the men and women in law enforcement, and I'm really lucky to work for a radio station that actually values the contributions that law enforcement is making to our city and to our country. So, marathon next weekend. Uh, help my brother and sister out. Go to Facebook.com slash MoranoFan as they try to find a cure for EB. And mark your calendar for this Thursday, November 3rd. Listen to Back the Blue Day all day. Beam me up. To be continued.